Victor. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Cindy Burnett. And my name is Dr. Matthew Werwood. This is the Fueling Creativity Podcast. On this show, we'll be talking about creativity topics and how they apply to the field of education. We'll be speaking with scholars, educators, and resident experts about their work, challenges they face, and digging deeper into new and varying perspectives of creativity. All with the goal to help fuel a more rich and informed discussion that provides teachers and parents with knowledge they can use at home or in the classroom. So let's begin. Welcome to Creativity Tips, a special series of Fueling Creativity podcast episodes dedicated to teachers who want to implement a new strategy that promotes creativity in their classroom. In each of these super duper short episodes, we will share a simple tip that builds on one of the prominent themes that have emerged on our show. So Matt, one of the most prominent themes that has continued to come up is the role of ambiguity in creativity. Ambiguity, let's talk about that just a bit. Now, creativity and ambiguity sort of go hand in hand because the creative process is an ambiguous process. You're not necessarily sure of what's going to happen. And being able to embrace the ambiguity is about being able to embrace uncertainties and to avoid leaping to conclusions. So being able to manage that, I'm not sure what's going to happen next, and I'm not going to rush to that outcome or that answer. So do you have a tip that we could provide that could help teachers infuse ambiguity into their classrooms? Typically in my classroom environment, when I'm implementing some type of project-based learning approach, students are presented with an ill-defined problem. And because students don't know exactly what it is they have to do, they're not necessarily sure that the problem that they want to address, and therefore they don't even know the first step they're meant to take on their journey toward developing a solution, they tend to express that feeling of ambiguity. And it usually emerges with the need to ask clarification questions. And asking questions is important and helpful. But what I typically do, and here's my tip, is I just hit the pause button when I'm sensing the fact that a student or a group of students are feeling a sense of ambiguity. And I challenge them to just make a connection to that feeling, to recognize what's motivating that feeling. And I think it kind of builds a little bit on some of the things that we're talking about in education when we discuss social emotional learning, to just be aware. And I want students, as they become aware of these feelings, to trust the process, to recognize that as they get further along in their journey, ask clarification questions, engaging research, that feeling will slowly decrease. But it's a feeling that they should get used to, accustomed to, because as you say, it's part of the creative process. So to summarize my tip, it really is about making students hit the pause button and making sure that they're aware that these feelings are normal, acceptable, and part of the learning process. So Cindy, what about you? What's your tip? Well, I'm actually going to build on your tip, Matt, because I think there's something really powerful in acknowledging the emotions that come with the creative process, especially when you're dealing with ambiguity. Because in some ways, you know, I often pair ambiguity with surprises as well, because surprises can be good and surprises can be bad. And when you're, you know, when you don't know what's going to happen next, to be able to assign that emotion with an emoji, and so typically when I'm dealing with uncertain projects like that or an ill-defined problem, I'll have students take out a post-it and a Sharpie marker and create an emoji of how they're feeling about the assignment. 
and start off with that. So we're going to do this assignment. It's it's a little bit ambiguous or ill-defined, and I want you to draw an emoji. And then by one simple flick of their post-it, I can see how everyone is doing. And then we address that and talk about that. And then as we go through the process, we take that moment to press pause again and then to create another emoji and to create a series of emojis about the creative process that they're going through and then to talk about all of the emotions that go with creative process and ill-defined problems and hopefully by the end you'll have smiling emojis. I mean, that's that's the goal, right? But even if, if it's not, to talk about that. So I think, you know, pairing this ambiguous, ill-defined problem with being aware of emotions can be a really powerful strategy. Oh, I absolutely love that. I will be definitely using that because you're visualizing that emotional journey. And of course, it's not just about producing the product. It's about learning how you're engaging in the process. So thank you for sharing that. So that concludes this special creativity tip episode. Now, as a reminder, if you want us to offer you a tip specific to your classroom and your needs, please send us an email at questions at fuelingcreativitypodcast.com. My name is Dr. Matthew Werwood. And my name is Dr. Cindy Burnett.